Hello, I'm Jeff. My wife and I host Message of Hope. Message of Hope wants to be your weekly inspirational, motivational, and non-judgmental friend to help you through your week as we share Bible truth and life experiences to let you know you're not alone. Let's join Sandra to see what Message of Hope she has today. Hello, I'm Sandra, your host. I hope everyone's having a great day. I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like you're a fly on the wall? You know, like you're observing what's going on in a room, but you really don't belong there? So many times, I feel like I don't understand anything or anybody in this world today. I feel like I'm an alien here on this earth that I really don't fit in. And at times, I utterly can feel alone in a room full of people, even while I'm engaging in activities and laughter. I was thinking about this the other day, and I remembered a quote that I had heard. I don't know who said it to give credit, but I wanted to share it with you because it's a perspective I believe that we should have over our lives. And it reads, We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. What? We're spirits? Yes. The Bible tells us we are spirits in 1 John 4.13, which reads, Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he has given us his spirit. And Galatians 5.25, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. You may be thinking, what's a Spirit? When we believe in Yeshua, otherwise known as Jesus, and ask Him to come into our hearts and lives, He gives us forgiveness for our sins, and we are delivered from the eternal judgment of God. Our Spirit is a part of God that lives inside of us, and acts as our comforter and a guide to help us to live a life that's pleasing to Him. Perhaps a better way to get an idea of what a spirit is is to read an excerpt from BiblesForAmerica.org, which reads, Man's spirit is his inward organ for him to contact God, receive God, contain God, and assimilate God into his entire being as his life and his everything. This ability of our spirit to contact and receive God can be illustrated by a radio. A radio turned on and properly tuned can receive the invisible radio waves in the air. This is something a coffee pot or a microwave can't do. In fact, A radio is the only apparatus that can properly receive and interpret those radio waves. Our human spirit is like that radio, and God is like the radio waves. Our spirit is the part of us that can receive and contact God. I know I get so wrapped up in my own day-to-day world that sometimes I forget that we're just passing through here. Life on earth is a learning experience, getting us ready for a life eternal. Even if we live to be a hundred years old, the years pass so quickly, and it's important that we begin now 
to fine-tune our lives like that radio dial. We are spirits living in a human body. Also, Scripture gives us a way to check our spirits and the spirits of those we interact with to see if they are good or not. This is found in 1 John 4, and it reads, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus is come into the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, Therefore they speak of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He that knoweth God hears us, and he that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and every one that loveth is born of God and knows God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Amen. I get so caught up in the human experiences of life that I allow them to drown out the voice of my spirit many times. I spend so much time focusing on things that in the long run really don't matter, like petty arguments, gossiping, and wasting my time letting my thoughts be consumed with negative thinking. And as I watch TV, you read the newspapers, you look at social media articles, I don't really see or feel much encouragement or love. The world as a whole seems very angry, miserably bitter, resentful, and very self-absorbed, as if the dial is set to AM and tuned between the channels. just a bunch of noise. The Bible says we as followers of Yeshua must be on guard and mindful of all our encounters, of who we are with, what we are doing, and how it may be negatively affecting our ability to walk according to our God-given spirit and in love as he commanded. Just to give you a for instance of how we let things affect us, I will share something very difficult I had to walk through several years ago at my job. I would wake up each morning and pray for God to give me the strength to make it through my work day, and I would always try to start it out on a positive note. But by the time I returned home in the evenings, I felt so frustrated at the things I had witnessed going on around me that I would come home absolutely spent, angry, and wrapped up in my day-to-day -day human life, and my mind would be on the hamster wheel, I call it, because it would go around and around and around in my mind. I would be thinking of some not-so-nice things that I should just march up to these people and say. 
As I laid down at night, I didn't know if I could return the next day. I would be in tears, mentally, spiritually, and physically drained. It's very easy sometimes to get pulled into things and attitudes that you really don't desire to have just by being in the world and letting it rub off on you as you go through your day. That's one of the reasons we need to have our radio tuned into the right channel. Anyway, over a couple of years span, so many prayers were prayed over this situation by myself and my friends and my Bible study. It felt as if this darkness would never end. I had never had anything of this magnitude happen before. I'm generally a positive person and I like to have fun, and I usually let stuff roll off my back and not affect me, but this situation was a special one indeed. And as suspected, it did not end well, and myself and all my co-workers had to testify in court on these matters. Even though I wanted the madness to stop and my work conditions to improve, I still hated to see anyone get into trouble and I did not want to voice my frustrations. But regardless, we were subpoenaed. I agonized for days, and I prayed over how to handle this situation, for God to show me a way to do this. I had never been subpoenaed before, and I was freaking out. And this scripture came to light one night as I read my Bible. 1 Corinthians 10.13 And it reads, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that you might be able to bear it. The part that jumped off the page to me was, He will always make a way to escape, that I would be able to bear it. So I prayed for him to do just that, and I found my way in my Bible to Luke 6. Here Yeshua is speaking to the disciples that he was about to appoint. As I read these words, I felt God speak to my heart and say to me, Don't worry about what you will say when you have to give an account. Simply say these words. So when I was asked to give my account of the events that I had witnessed, I told them I had some words I'd like to read from the Bible, and they were my testimony and what I wanted to say, and they allowed me to do just that, and these were the words that God showed me. Luke 6, But I say unto you which hear, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you, bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. And unto him that smiteth thee on one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. Give to every man that ask of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. And as ye would that men should do to you, do you also to them likewise. For if you love them which love you, What thanks have you? For sinners also love those that love them. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what thanks have you? 
for sinners also do even the same. And if you lend to them of whom you hope to receive, what thanks have you? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and you shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind to the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye merciful, therefore, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, with all it shall be measured to you again. When I finished, they asked if I had anything to add, and I said no, and they did not ask me any other questions. God is so good, and His Word got me out of an otherwise difficult situation. Because even though some people had driven me half crazy, I realized I still had love for them as my fellow man, and I had no desire to spew venom and negativities and to condemn and judge them. And in the end, the situation at work was remedied, and I could be at peace, knowing that I had not caused any pain. I wouldn't have thought of using the Bible on my own for this work situation. It took God telling me in my spirit to do this. And to be able to hear him instruct me, I had to have my radio tuned in to him. We are spiritual beings, and we have to remember this as we engage with the worldliness. We should not be handling situations the same way the world does because the world is in our home. We should walk by faith and in the conformity to God's rules and directions from the knowledge that we gain in studying God's Word through seeking His direction in prayer and by listening to and walking throughout our days by the guidance of our Helper, the Spirit of Truth that lives within us. This means we should not do things or respond to things the same way the world would. We should never be prideful enough to claim that we're self-sufficient or self-reliant because that is putting trust in our human selves and there is great danger in store for us when we see things in the light of our own wisdom and understanding instead of through the light and understanding of the Almighty God. When we try to do things on our own, we are acting like that microwave or coffee pot with no dial to fine-tune us into what we need to hear in our spirits. So let's strive to be a radio and listen to the beautiful sounds of God and walk confidently to the beat of a different drummer, secure in His direction and His will for our lives. As I wrap up here today, I encourage you to go to our website at msgofhope.com and on the podcast tab, you will find episode 34 where you can re-listen to this podcast and find the references for the scriptures we read together today 
so that you can study them for yourself and make any adjustments according to what God alone lays on your specific heart. And as always, we thank you for listening to our podcast and for helping us to spread the good news of Jesus Christ by liking and sharing with your friends. Now, as I log off, I want to bless you with a prayer given to the sons of Aaron. Ready? Let's pray. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Until next time, get tuned into God. Shalom. Shalom.